It's Monday, January 30th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you, Pastor Marcos, here as we go through the book of Isaiah together. I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and can you believe it? We are almost done with the first month of 2023. Uh, it's like we barely got here, and we're already heading to month two later this week. But I hope that you have been enjoying your January. It's been a kind of mild winter, hasn't it? Uh, you know, some snow here and there, some exceptions, but been a somewhat mild winter. I hope you've enjoyed spending some time with your family and friends, getting into nature. But most of all, I pray you've been enjoying some time in worship with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, We are slowly going through the book of Isaiah together, and we've been doing this really as a devotional. Um, This isn't a time of great deep teaching. This is a time of reflecting on the scriptures. And so as we read through, you know, there are longer chunks of reading. We're going a chapter at a time through the book of Isaiah, and we're asking the Lord to draw out something that we can take with us into this day, into this week. So we're in Isaiah chapter 11 today. Let's go ahead and jump right into the text. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion with the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together. The lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the surviving remnant of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylonia, from Hamath, and from the islands of the Mediterranean. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Ephraim's jealousy will vanish and Judah's enemies will be destroyed. Ephraim will not be jealous of Judah, nor Judah hostile towards Ephraim. They will swoop down on the slopes of Philistia to the west, Together they will plunder the people to the east. They will subdue Edom and Moab, and the Ammonites will be subject to them. The Lord will dry up the gulf of the Egyptian sea. With a scorching wind, he will sweep his hand over the Euphrates River. He will break it up into seven streams so that anyone can cross over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people that is left from Assyria, as there was for Israel when they came up from Egypt. This chapter may feel a little different than the rest of the book of of Isaiah so far. It's a very hopeful chapter. It's looking ahead to someone called the the root of Jesse or the the uh, the the branch of Jesse coming up from this the root, this stump. 
The picture here, of course, is of a tree that's been cut down. And it's a warning. It's a warning to the people that this is going to happen to them. This is a stump of Jesse. So who comes from Jesse? David comes from Jesse. This is a way of describing the end of the kingdom of Israel. It's been cut down. And in history at this time, well, that's that's coming to fruition. Israel in the north is a lot allied with, uh, with Assyria, and Assyria is about to turn on them and destroy uh, all of Israel. This is what happens with Sennacherib. He comes down to Judah to take Judah after he's already taken Israel. But what's really frightening for the people in the south, for Judah, the, the people that Isaiah is speaking to, is that the Assyrians probably aren't going to stop with the north. They want to come and completely shear off the southern kingdom as well. They want to destroy all of it. And so what we end up with is an image of this, this tree that was the that was the picture of Jesse, this beautiful tree, and David had come from it, and, and Solomon, and the glory days of the nation of Israel, and it's been cut down like a tree felled. But out of that stump, out of that stump, a branch would grow, and this branch would be the Messiah come to establish a kingdom that David could have only dreamed about, that Solomon could have only dreamed about. All of the nations are going to come to this branch. He will rule over them with righteousness, with justice, with love, and with mercy. He will be one who comes, yes, with anger to the, to the wicked, but with great comfort to those who have been suffering as the remnant cast out into the foreign lands. He'll bring them all home. He will gather everyone back together to worship the God of Israel. That's the power of this branch. That branch of Jesse, that branch of Jesse had a name many, many years later. Hundreds of years later, hundreds and hundreds of years later, Jesus of Nazareth would be born. and He would be that branch of Jesse. He would also be the root of David. That's what Revelation calls him, which means that the one who will come is the one who has been. This is Jesus the Christ, not only a king coming after the line of David, but this is a king coming from God who is the foundation for David's reign. He is the foundation for Solomon's reign. He is the foundation for the nation of Israel. He is the ground that Jesse grew out of. It is God. Jesus comes from God and from man. This is a beautiful description of the Messiah, of Jesus, the one who will come to rescue and redeem his people. It is a promise that in that day, in the final day, when God is in his holy mountain, and that's where we will be, you and I, We will be with the Lord in his holy mountain for eternity in that heavenly city. That will be a day of no violence, of total peace, so peaceful that wolf and lamb will be able to lie down together, that a child could put his hand into a viper's nest and not get bitten. This is a land of peace, of joy. This is a place where the Lord is worshiped and we are blessed. That's the promise that Jesus gives to us. He leads us into that place. You and I, brothers and sisters, we, we live in a world of conflict. We, we sometimes live lives of conflict. We know what it is to be hurt by others or even to be the one that hurts others. What Jesus promises us is that he will lead us to a place where there is no more violence, there is no more suffering, there is no more pain. And for a people way back then who only knew that suffering and fear, what profound good news that would be. Is that good news for you today? Is it good news to hear that there will come a day where the pain and suffering of this life is no more? 
We get to live towards that day. We get to devote our whole lives to following after Jesus and moving towards a new heavens and new earth. Sometimes we can be too just distracted, mollified by the things that we have in this world, and we can lose sight. Oh, that's where we want to be. That's where we want to go. We want to be with Jesus. Sometimes the suffering is so great that we forget that there is good news, that there is a promise. I don't know which one of those are you today. Maybe you're too comfortable here, not looking ahead to where God is leading us, turning a blind eye to the suffering of this world, pretending it doesn't exist. Or maybe you are so drowned in the suffering of this world that you've lost sight of the joy of your salvation, which is eternity with Christ. Would we take a moment as we head into this new week and really on Wednesday heading into a new month, would we take a moment and ask that the Lord would turn our hearts towards our Messiah? to the one who came to bring us an eternity of peace, of grace, of love. His name is Jesus. Let's turn our attention to him together. Father, we thank you that you do not leave us in this world. Not only that, you promise that you are going to redeem this world, that you will recreate it into a new heaven and a new earth, and that we will be with you forever in that place on your holy mountain. We look forward to a day of no more violence. Look forward to a day of no more suffering, no more more tears. We pray that you would help us keep our eyes on that day. Don't let us become too comfortable here, Lord. Open our eyes to the things that should hurt our hearts as followers of Jesus. Let us not be overcome by that pain, however. Grieve too deeply, grieve too much. Would we not lose sight of what you promised us in Christ? Help us, Lord, to see and yet to trust. Help us to do that, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.